Hi. Hi. Happy summer. Happy summer. It is summer, right? Yeah, I can't believe it's already August. School starts for my kids in like three weeks. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? It's flying by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like June and July had their own personalities, at least in my life. June was sort of a whirlwind. Yeah. Which, of course, we'll talk about the beginning of June here in a minute. But it was sort of nonstop. And then July has been, uh, I had my first time of testing positive for COVID. So yeah, COVID summer for Liz. COVID summer, COVID July, anyway, it sort of set the tone for the month, actually. I have been home. Let's see. Yeah. I haven't traveled for the entire month of July. Oh, my gosh. I'm itching to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Liz is a jet setter, for sure. I go to the beach on Friday, though, so. Okay. (laughs) Then it'll really feel like summer for you. I think that's what I'm waiting for. You know, I haven't, like, walked into the ocean yet. I think Mm, I need that. (laughs) That sounds lovely. But I guess for listeners, here we are coming to you in the summer. We haven't done that before. Yeah. So hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hope your summer is going awesome. Yeah. Steph, well, how would you define your summer so far? Uh, <laughs> how to put a spin on this that's <laughs> optimistic and positive. It's been fine. I think that that's like the perfect one word description. It's been fine. Fine. Yeah. No big trips. uh, Very low key. Mostly just obsessing about how to feel like a good parent. (laughs) And not (laughs) let my kids be on their devices for so long. And very fine. I think that's a a good description. But I think next year is going to be better because we're planning some trips. So, (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. That's a smart thing to do. Start planning now. (laughs) Yeah. So that you don't leave it to the last minute. And then you're like, what did I do with my summer? Which is kind of how I feel now. (laughs) But yeah, it's crazy because I feel like this year, especially that work has extended into summer, what I think of as summer. Mm -hmm. So June, which I normally think of as the beginning of summer, was totally taken up with work. Yeah. Actually playing jobs. And then it starts later. The season starts later. So normally, I'm used to thinking about our work season starting in September. Mine doesn't really go full force until October at this point. So yeah, same. It's a shift. And it's kind of weird. Why? Why do you think that is? What is happening? (laughs) I don't know. I totally agree. It used to be like Memorial Day weekend was the start of our summer. Yeah. It's very interesting. So we just need to shift our own mentality. (laughs) I guess. My summer starts July 1st, not June 1st. (laughs) I think that would be okay if everybody was on board and (laughs) and started things in October. But now I feel like I'm just getting the shaft. Welcome to the Viola Centric Podcast. We are two curious violists creating a safe place to have authentic and challenging conversations in the professional music world. I'm Liz. And I'm Steph. Let's jump in the deep end.
But our summer started off amazing if we're thinking of summer starting in June. Yeah, we are um, bringing this episode to you as sort of a special offering, something we've done for the first time. Yes, it's very exciting and kind of scary. But, you know, <laughs> Liz and I talk about FFTs, mm-hmm. freaking first times. And those being an opportunity just to try something out. And if it goes to crap, then that's okay. Because it was the first time and you're expecting that. (laughs) FFTs. But it also has the potential to go great. And I think we had that experience. It exceeded our expectations as far as our comfort level and really having a fun time with an audience. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Yeah, you're right. We didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um. We did mention that we were going to be at the American Viola Society Festival and International Viola Society Congress. Glad I got that all out correctly. (laughs) And we were really excited because it was our first time to attend in person. And we were very fortunate to be offered the opportunity to do a live event for them for their late night cafe. So Steph and I started talking, well, what could we do that would be really fun And Steph had the brilliant idea of game night. Yeah, so we just wanted to do something that was really interactive. And that was going to be fun for us, but also fun for the audience. Mm -hmm. And so they felt like they were a part of it. So we enlisted the help of the Boulanger Initiative and their research department, which is just top notch. So their head researcher, Ashley Gillum, she helped us out making kind of a game show that we could play with the audience using musical and Georgia-based facts. And it was just really, really fun. Yeah, absolutely. It was so fun. We're so grateful to AVS and IVS for allowing us the opportunity to do this and to, I guess, be our guinea pigs in a way because we had never done it before. We're grateful to the team at The Loft who recorded the audio so that we could present this to our listeners And we're really grateful to the brave souls who joined us on stage in front of everybody. Our guests for the evening were Emmanuel Hill, Emily Drexler, and Bryant Alcorn. And our third question reader of the night, our featured host, was Daphne Gerling, who is the amazing viola professor at UNT. The whole team at AVS and IVS did such a great job with the event all week. We were just so inspired by everything we saw there. And if you're a violist and you have never been to one of these events, plan to come to the next one because it was just so inspiring. And there was so much for us to reflect on and digest from that, wasn't there, Steph? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh, motivating and inspiring. And we saw like... (laughs) such big names there. Totally. And they're just down to earth people as most violists are. So definitely see if you can swing it next time. And we will see you there, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have lots of time to plan because it's two years from now. Okay, yeah. So that means you do too. (laughs) So you can stop making excuses. As Steph, Steph's planning a year in advance, you can plan two years in advance. Okay. Yeah, come on, friends. (laughs) Let's go. It was a blast. It was such a blast. In the meantime, we are gearing up for our full season three. We're starting to pull the all the details together. and Yeah, it's going to be great. Some great guests and some great opportunities for you to play with us too and be a part of the episodes. So those details are coming, but enjoy the rest of your summer. 
enjoy this live episode and let us know what your favorite facts were. Or if you know any crazy stories about composers, oh my gosh, please send them to us. We will read them on the podcast. We will. We will definitely do it. So send them (laughs) our way and we will see you soon. As you know by now, we are thrilled to be sponsored by The Artgrest. They're a small business based in Rochester, New York, and one that we are proud to support. Aaron and Tigran literally started the company in their home workshop and continue to manufacture each Artgrest by hand and mail them out personally to every customer. And because they're a small business, they're now able to offer a new option just for you. Customization. Now you can get your new Artgrest base with a favorite color, a pattern, or even a photo to make it unique to you. Yes, imagine a family or pet photo, your favorite sports team's colors, or your orchestra's logo on your Arcrest. Head over to our Instagram for a photo of our own customized bases, and you can also visit thearcrest.com to see some more examples. Really, the possibilities are endless. And you can feel confident knowing that your purchase is supporting the actual people who designed and will be making your new shoulder pad with their own hands. Find their products at thearcrest.com. That's T-H-E-A-R-C-R-E-S-T.com. We are all busy, especially those of us who teach music. We give everything to ensure our students' abilities and love of music are always growing and developing. We want to make sure each one has the right setup and instrument, but we barely have enough time to practice for ourselves sometimes. That's where Potter Violins can come in. Their sales team and technicians are also players and experts on all string things. You can send your students to try instruments, get properly sized, have their current instruments adjusted, or to pick out a new bow or other string accessory. You can have total confidence that they'll be taken care of. Potters will even ship what your students need anywhere in the United States. So take one thing off your plate and send your students over to Potter Violins, no matter what they need. And Potter Violins loves teachers so much, they want to offer you a 10% teacher's discount because you deserve it. Visit their flagship location in Tacoma Park, Maryland, their rental location in Gaithersburg, Maryland, or shop online from anywhere at pottervioins.com. All right, so we get started? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so the very first game we have is a higher or lower situation, and we're all going to play together. We're going to do by, um, by clapping. If you think the answer is higher than the number that we give you or lower than the number. I don't know if you guys have ever played this game with a deck of cards like I have, but uh, high or low, basically, with facts mixed in between. Thanks for that expert explanation of (laughs) higher or lower. All right. That's why we work so well together. All right. So the first fact. A single violin is made from over 70 individual pieces. So higher or lower than 70, the number of miles of the Appalachian Trail in Georgia. Only in Georgia. So you're considering whether 70 or whether the number of of, uh, miles in the trail is higher or lower than 70. All right. So by clapping, by applause, who thinks it's higher than 70? Oh, that's, there's cheering involved. (laughs) Emphatic yeses. Okay. What about lower? Okay. All right. I like, I like the commitment. Yes. I really do. That's great. What is it, Steph? It's actually higher. <laughs> there are 76. 
miles of Appalachian Trail in Georgia. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, next one. Now we know how the game works. Um, there are 76 miles of Appalachian Trail in Georgia. Higher or lower, the duration of Eve Klein's monotone silence symphony. Has anyone ever played the monotone silence symphony? Anyone ever heard of it? It sounds maybe like what we're hearing right now. <laughs> if I had to guess. <laughs> What's that? Not quite John Cage. Ah, oh no. No, not quite. But okay, so vote. It, this is in minutes. In minutes. Um, higher than 76 minutes. Who thinks it's higher? Wow. That's... Okay. 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 Um, anyone think it's lower than 76 minutes? Okay. What is it? It is lower. Yeah, um, you're right. You're right. So, if anyone wants to know, this is how the symphony is lined up. There are 20 straight minutes of a single prolonged note followed by 20 minutes of complete silence. Like you need the silence to recover from the note? <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> yeah, so 40 minutes long. Do you think yeah. there's an intermission after that performance? <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> All right. I'm sure it's very impactful and All right. mindful. All right. So, yes, yeah. very mindful. <laughs> You experience the uh, <laughs> meditative quality of the silence. Okay. So Klein's symphony is 40 minutes long, 20 minutes of the tone, 20 minutes of the silence. Sit there and wait for it to be over. The uncomfortable silence. Totally. All right. So higher or lower? The number of streets in Atlanta that have the word peach tree in some form. Now... This is Atlanta, not Atlanta. the whole state of Georgia, the just state. the city of Atlanta. So is that higher or lower than 40? Who thinks it's higher? <laughs> Who thinks it's lower? Lower. Oh, that's a 50-50 split. Okay. okay. Um, I wonder if anyone who's from Georgia knows, really, truly knows the answer to this question. I'm who's very from curious. Georgia? Yeah. Are, do you already know that there are like a zillion? There are probably you. Know, you already know about Peachtree. Okay, thirty-six. That's well, the guess. All right. Okay. Okay. So there are seventy-one. <laughs> seventy-one. <laughs> that's that is. You were close. Okay. You were you were close. That's a lot of street. That's a lot of streets with peach tree that's in the name. That's a lot of not very yeah. imaginative thinking. Really confusing. Okay. <laughs> All right. You ready for this one? Yeah. <laughs> Higher or lower? Has anyone ever played Havergill Bryan's Symphony Number no. One, The Gothic? Anyone ever heard of it? Yeah. Oh. Oh, we've got some maybe's. Okay. okay. Great. Okay. Uh, higher or lower? the number of strings needed to play that symphony. So higher. String players. We're talking about string players. Higher. Higher than 71. So who thinks it's higher? Higher than 71. Higher. Okay. Who thinks it's lower? Feels like few but mighty. Yeah, who thinks it's lower? Uh, the answer is higher. 
Uh, this is kind of crazy, guys. There are 82 strings needed, but there are also over 800 total musicians needed for that symphony. Can you imagine being the contractor that has to hire 800 <laughs> musicians to play it? That's awful. Who do you call? I would lose my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm thinking about our contractor friends. They'd lose yeah. their mind. And then there's COVID. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. We got one more for you. Okay, one yeah. more. One more. One more high-lower. Okay. So, there are 82 strings that are needed to play Brian's Symphony Number no. 1. This next one is a percentage. But Ooh. is the percentage higher or lower than 82? The percentage of the United States peanuts that, are, that Virginia, or Virginia, we're from Virginia. Sorry. Georgia farmers produced in 2021. Higher or lower than 82%? It's our Georgia... Fan. I know we've got our Maybe. we've got our Georgia natives okay. here. Oh, so who thinks it's higher? Higher than eighty-two percent. All right, who thinks it's lower? Lower. All right, all right. Eighty-two is pretty high. That's like that's that you're be, playing the odds on that one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You have a peanut farm on every corner. <laughs> I don't know. It could be like that here. Don't we don't know. really we don't know. know. We we've only seen like six blocks of Georgia, really. <laughs> All right. So the answer is 52%. So the lower is lower Yeah. Ooh, good job. Good job. Oh, good. Awesome. Right. Okay. We're going to move on to another game. So, um, by the way, I just, I really want to give a shout out to our bartender, Susie, who has been patiently waiting for you all to arrive. And yes. <laughs> Please tip your bartender. She's working at, super hard. Yes. At any given point, you are welcome during our games to get up and get a drink. There is, you know, just... She no. needs me all the <laughs> <with> this girl. <laughs> yes. So at any given point, hop up there, tip her well. She deserves it. She's mm -hmm. a badass. Okay. Also, the more you drink, the funnier we are. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. If we're not funny yet, you need to go over there. <laughs> Have another drink. <laughs> All right, next game. Playing this one? Yes. We are going to play um, a this or that, basically. And the categories are either this is the title of a piece of music or it is the title of a B-list movie. Okay. So we've got a couple audience questions to ask. So we're going to do the same thing we just did. You guys will clap for one or the other. But then we are going to invite any willing... Victim. participant to join us up in one of these hot seats and play for, <laughs> for priceless for one prizes. of our very special prizes. <laughs> All right. So, so we're going to warm up our, our willing participant by playing the game with all of you first so that everyone feels... You know how it works. Yes. You know what the vibe is. Yeah. And then a brave soul is welcome to come up here and join us. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, all right. First one. Again, we're going we're gonna to vote. Peace... Or B-list movie. Behind the shadows. Ooh, behind, behind the shadows. Behind the shadows. Is that the name of a piece of music? I can't look or at you when I do that. <laughs> a B-list movie. Clap if you think it's a piece. Piece of music. Behind the shadows. Okay. Who thinks it's a B-list movie? Yeah. It is a piece. 
It is a piece by, I hope I don't butcher her name. We were supposed to Google it. We didn't. Um, Victoria Borisova Oyes wrote it for viola, cello, bass, percussion. So actually, there's a viola part in it. Has anyone played it? (laughs) No one's played it? No, we haven't either. Okay. That's not. No. I haven't. I haven't touch. formed that quartet yet. <laughs> That's an interesting formation. All right. Next All one. All right. Next one. Okay. Here's the name. Robot monster. Robot monster. Is that a piece of music or is that a B-list movie? <laughs> piece. Who thinks it's a B-list movie? It is a B-list movie. (laughs) It was was put out in 1953 and was directed by, wait, get this, Phil Monster. (laughs) We think it might have been a biographical. A biopic. (laughs) It's about his life and times. Yeah. Okay. All All right. right. Got a good one here. Okay. Godzilla... Eats Las Vegas. Godzilla eats Las Vegas. Is that a piece? Or. Oh, we got some emphatic cheering. Okay. Or. A B list movie. All right. I think both of those are excellent guesses in this mm-hmm. case. Um, it is a piece by <laughs> Eric Whitaker for concert band or orchestra with full choir. So I'd be curious to it's hear that thing. one. It's a has, real thing. Has anyone played it? Has anyone played it? Oh, Freya's played Freya's it. Freya's played oh. it. Okay, we got to hear How the story it? at some point. Yeah. It was amazing in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of those. That's amazing. That makes more sense. Okay, I've got one more for you. One yep. more for the audience, and then we're going to pick our lucky yeah. contestant. Okay. Yeah. So get this one. Food fight. Food fight. Is that a piece? Yes. Clap. <laughs> Adam. Adam says yes. Adam knows it's a piece. Okay. Is it a B-list movie? We have... Okay. All right. Well, this is a crowd pleaser because you're both right. It's, it's a trick the... question. <laughs> There's a piece by Nina Shekhar for Soprano Alto Sax. Uh, Adam says it's Shaker. Shaker. Thank okay. you. Thank Shaker. You. <laughs> for Soprano Alto Sax and Piano Trio. And it's a movie directed by Larry Kasanoff. All right. All right. So now. Who wants come... to get in on the fun? Who wants to play? All right. Come on up here. <laughs> get up here. Yeah. Manuel, right? This is our friend Emmanuel. And for those of you who are on Jazz Night, this man was the first one to get up there and bravely play some music for all of us with the jazz tombo. Mm-hmm. Yay for brave violas. I just love that so much. I, I, yeah, so great. <laughs> now it's a party. All right, so we're going to keep playing this, this. Oh, yeah, we need to get you. Go ahead and feel free to move that mic close to your mouth. And just, this is uh, podcaster advice, because we've been doing this for a really long time, yeah, and like we know how sound years. systems work, so you need to make sure you talk kind of close in the mic. Hello, everyone. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe you should start a podcast. Beautiful voice. Yeah. Sexy yeah. voice. All right. All right. She went there. You want to go first or me? <laughs> you go first. Okay, all right. So... Here's your first one. 
So uh, feel free if you want advice oh, yes. from the audience, have them chime in. Yeah. Say, what do you think? People shout it out. Okay. Definitely. I wouldn't count it on y'all. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't let it get to like prices, right? Levels of help from the audience. Sometimes that can go on a little too long, but uh you mean like phone a friend? Yeah, yeah, phone a friend. Yeah. Or, there was or, an ask the audience on Millionaire. There was a, but they had to vote. With oh, like the a, voting they had on handheld the handheld things. And they they like press the button. We didn't spring for the handheld devices, no, but we that's didn't okay have that for today. Maybe next yelling time. is encouraged. Have us back. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, 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 not yet. That's for the next festival. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your first one, basket case. Is that a piece or a B-list movie? I know for a fact that's a song by Green Day. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, we didn't think of that. We didn't think of that. You know what? Yeah. Our researcher didn't extend her, uh, <laughs> her talents to non-classical music. I think, Emmanuel, you get a... One for, to you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say peace then. then You'll say peace? Yeah. Our notes say B-list movie, but I think we're going to give it to you. We're giving it to you. That's, yeah, you're, yeah. Who doesn't know that song? I mean, yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of it. It's a classic. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. But it was a 1982 film by Frank Henenlotter, mm-hmm. for anyone curious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, Emmanuel, King Kong Escapes. All right, now I'm stumped. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, you know, Shout you never out, know. Audience. What do you think? What do you think? Oh, wow. We got a lot of movie All chance. Right, so a lot of movie chance. All right. I'm going to go with peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we see where his loyalties lie. I love y'all, but I'm just trying to play the game. <laughs> I, it's fair to think we would try to trick you in this one, but actually it is a B-list movie. <laughs> Trust your peeps, Emmanuel. <laughs> Trust your peeps. 1967 by Ishiro Honda. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. All right. Here's your next one. All right. The Kraken. The Kraken. <laughs> is that a piece or is that a B-list movie? <laughs> That's a movie, right? <clears throat> what is a piece? It is a piece. Yay! It is a piece. It's a piece by Nicole Chamberlain for Brass Sextet. Mm-hmm. Look, you're learning so much about obscure music here today. Okay. I bought a vampire motorcycle. <laughs> piece or B-list movie? Where did these come from? Ooh. What do we think? All right, so it went movie, movie, piece. <laughs> I'm going to go back to movie. And you would be correct. A 1990 film by Dirk Campbell. Mm-hmm. Only in 1990 mm-hmm. would someone named Dirk make a movie. No offense to anyone named Dirk. I'm sorry. That was rude. Just thinking out loud. <laughs> I think, Dirk, you've got like two career paths. <laughs> and one of them is <laughs> making, making movie, movies. B-list movies. B-list movies. <laughs> I've never seen an Oscar for a Dirk. All right, last one, last one. All right, this is, this is for the big money, Emmanuel. All right. Abraham Lincoln walks at midnight. Is it a piece or is it a B-list movie? So last time I didn't trust the audience, y'all were right. 
So I'm gonna go with peace. <laughs> You're right. It's You're a right. piece. It's a piece. It's by Abby Bettinis. Bettinis? Adam? Oh, oh, maybe there's a couple of them. Okay. Florence this Price one is wrote for... a piece of called Abraham Lincoln Walks at Midnight. Are there two pieces? Whoa. Okay. I don't know. All right. We'll go. We'll have to consult we'll the sources on All that right. one. Yeah, where is he? Can we get him in here? He would know. Oh. <laughs> he knows everything, doesn't he? I think he knows everything. Well, I think we all can agree that Emmanuel did an excellent job he and should win a prize. He did a Is it time for a prize? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I guess. Just never going to regret it. Are you ready for this? But which one? I'm so excited. As as which one are we going to give you? Okay. Yay! I got it. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you all so I know much. that you do a good job. Give it up for Emmanuel. That definitely is better than a perpetual set of strings, I got to say. You know? What can I say? <laughs> okay. Next game. Next game. You want to set it up? This one's called Who Said It? And your choices are Bernstein, Bach, or Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so we're going to play some as a group, <laughs> and then we'll have a lucky contestant come, in here, come up here and try to do basically by themselves. All right, here's your first one. Without my morning coffee, I'm just like a dried-up piece of roast goat. Okay, we start I off mean, with an easy one. I mean, you what era one. of life were, were goats being roasted? <laughs> uh, I mean, we love this Bernstein. one. But you guys are right. It's, yeah, it's Bach. It's, it's Bach. Good job. <laughs> that was a warm-up question. That was a warm-up. Okay. The way I run things, you'd think I knew something about it. Is that Bach, Bernstein, or, or Bugs? Bugs. Got some Bernstein votes, some Bugs Bunny votes. Clap if you think it's Bugs. Clap if you think it's Bach. <laughs> Clap if you think it's Bernstein. <laughs> okay. Oh, good split. It is good old Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last one that we're going to, this is our last warm up one before we bring our contestant yeah. up. I've been all over the world, and I've never seen a statue of a critic. Who thinks it's Bernstein? Who thinks it's Bach? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who thinks it's Bugs Bunny? All right, all right, all right, all right. You guys are too smart for By us. By the way, is that not the best quote ever? Come it on, it is now. the best. Bernstein. You're right. You're right. All right. So now we need a we need a contestant. So raise your Emily. hand if you're Emily. Emily, get up here. Get up here. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, was, Emily was the first one to get here tonight. Hello. I'm Emily, and it's my birthday. <gasps> Is it your birthday? Somebody get this girl a drink. What do you drink? What do you want? Can I have my drink after I win the game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. We got to we gotta help I gotta you win be first. Fully here. Okay. All right. So, audience, you need to support Emily Please, all you all can. Mm -hmm. It's your birthday. That's so great. We'll all sing to her after we're done here, okay? All right. <laughs> okay. So, I know this defies the law of gravity, but I never studied law. Bach, Bernstein, or Bugs? I think, I think Bugs. You are correct. Yeah. That was very Good definitive. Job. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Very wise, that Bugs Bunny. Mm -hmm. 
Wine snobbery, of course, is part showmanship, part sophistication, part knowledge, and part bluff. Bernstein. <laughs> wow, she doesn't even need your help, you guys. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just going with instinct here. She is just, instinct is right. That's Bernstein. It's Bernstein, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. This one is, this could have been me. Mm-hmm. Uh, to achieve great things, two things are needed, a plan and not quite enough time. Hmm. What do we think? Bach, Bach, Bernstein, Bugs Bunny. I, I'm hearing Bach. We're going with Bach? Yeah. That was Bernstein. Oh, they led her astray, you guys. All right. That was a tricky one. All right. If I decide to be an idiot, then I'll be an idiot on my own accord. <laughs> Bugs. Do you want to ask the audience? Yeah, I think it ask was the Bach. It was definitely Bach. Okay. <laughs> You're right, it, it was Bach. Good, Good job. job. <laughs> Somebody's very up on their quotes out there. All right. All right, one more. Well, what did you expect in an opera? A happy ending? Uh, yeah. That is Bugs, you guys. You remember that one? <laughs> Emily. Oh Emily's gosh. on fire on her All right. birthday. Which prize are you going to give Emily? Oh, let me see what I have in the back. Okay. Can't wait. I can't wait to see what you pick for her. It's going to be so good. You ready? Just really trying to decide this, the here. The suspense is really killing me. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Good job, Emily. Okay, now it's her birthday. Somebody get that girl a drink. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh. Did you have the last game? The pièce de résistance. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Um, we're gonna play two truths and a lie with you guys. And remember when I told you about high-low? Um, I'm sure some of you are... Oh! I'm I'm gonna commandeer because that's what I do. I believe it's this girl's young... This young girl's birthday... Wow. Let's sing! Oh! You're right! Two, three! Happy birthday, Emily. I don't like to lead singing, so I'm really glad you did. <laughs> that was great. You were reading us very well. Yeah, Catherine. much better with the viola right. hand. Okay, so we're going to play Two Truths and a Lie, mm-hmm. um, which, if you're not familiar with the game, basically we're going to present you with three facts, except one of those facts is not going to be true. It's going it's to not be... not a fact. It's, it's fake news. It is, in fact, a lie. It is, in fact... Yeah, fake news in some way. Now, it could be almost true, so this is tricky. And um, because there are three uh, things to read in each of these game, in each of these questions, we're asking a very special guest to join us up on stage to help us with this. So we're going to ask our dear friend Daphne Gerling to come up on stage. Oh, hi! Hi! Yay! So. We just have really one of these to play with the audience, and then we're going to bring somebody else up on stage to try and win um, another one of our mystery prizes. Okay. So, everybody ready? Daphne, are you ready? I'm ready. By the way, thank you, Daphne, Katrin, and Hillary, and Adam, and everybody involved with the AV. 
and Ames, Ames and everybody Ames, involved everybody. with the ABS for all of their work and the IBS. Thank you, everybody. Thank you guys so much. This has been just an incredible event. I mean, I again, it's our first one, but wow. I first mean, of just many, wonderful. hopefully. Yes. 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 <laughs> all right. So you guys ready? This is the warm-up question for the full audience, and then... Of course, you can help our willing participant. So you're going to say A, B, or C is going to be your answer. So I'm going to read A, Liz will read B, Daphne will read C. All right, so A. There's a Guinness World Record for largest viola ensemble. All right, up, 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 up. No answers yet. Okay, B. Viola comes from the Latin word violet. Jimi Hendrix began his career on the viola. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Clap if you think it's A. A is the... Oh, so we're, we're clapping. Which one do you think is the lie? So A, the one about the world record for viola ensemble. All right. How about B? Viola comes from the Latin word violet. <laughs> <laughs> Who thinks it may be C? Jimi Hendrix beginning his career on viola. See, it's a good wow, one. we didn't stump anybody that time. Yeah. That is correct. Yep, you're all right. It was B. Who knows the right answer? Ooh, yeah. Where does it come from? Yeah, Yaniv. Yaniv. <laughs> <laughs> it's from viola de braccio, meaning of the arm. Mm -hmm. Italian. And if you're curious about that viola ensemble, the record was made in 2011 and it was 321 players. So there's our goal, you guys. Wait, 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 wait. But in 2014, in Portugal, we broke that record, oh, I thought. Oh, okay. How many were there? At the International Viola Congress in Portugal, 2014, I thought we broke that record. Maybe, well, this was, this was the Portuguese Viola Association. So maybe yeah. it's the maybe the year is off. Maybe our years are off. Good to know. But okay. you guys got it right. Okay, you guys got it right. Because it was awesome. It this was is so why, much this fun. Is, this is why we need Daphne so on stage. This is why <laughs> we got to go any, for it. We're not in the getting future. any viola questions by Daphne. That's All right. So <laughs> okay. So who wants to come up and play two truths and a lie with us? Who wants to play? I mean, those yeah. hands, both those hands came up. You gotta get up uh, here. Come on. Plus, up here. I want. I need this top to be on stage. I just need I, it. It's already in viola-centric colors. It's everything. Yes. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Oh. oh, all the voices so far have been so perfect. So <laughs> mellifluous. Um, what is your name? Oh, I'm Bryant. <laughs> Bryant. Thank goodness. You're not wearing your name tag, oh. so I, haven't, I can't tell who you are. It wasn't a part of the outfit. I'm from here. I'm from Columbus. That's my teacher. Oh. By the way, yeah, how many of you are Katrin kids, if I can say that? So great. Yeah. And can I just be so nerdy for the AVS? Please Bri be nerdy. Bryant is a recipient of an AVS viola bank. <gasps> I viola. am. And Yay. he plays this awesome, amazing, super big viola that's like, he was the tallest person and he's the only person who could play who it because it's 18 inches. <gasps> you playing an 18 inch. 
It's 18 inches? I think so. <laughs> it's like seven, 17 and a whole bunch. Yes. I've been telling people around the, con- the conference that it's 17 inches. Okay, maybe it's 17. I don't know. It's, it's large. I don't know. It's 18 inches. I think you I should lied. go with 18. Yeah, that's more impressive. It makes a better story. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It's actually 30 inches. Oh. Oh. Wait, um, you, you'll need to be going to the cello congress now? <laughs> <laughs> no, we learned they don't have one. They're not, they're not that cool. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I love cello. A lot of men lie about this kind of thing, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Thanks for that one. It was good. I'm just saying. That's good. I'm here all night. Isabel all right. would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you ready to play? You ready to hear? I think so. All right. Here we go. Here's your first one. A. So you're identifying the lie. Eric Satie founded and led his own religion, gaining over 100 followers. This religion was his own sect of occultism. So in 1893, he founded this religion, and it was called Église Metropolitaine d'Art de wow, Jésus Conducteur. Where'd that French come from? <laughs> I'm actually. I mean, I'm not going to brag. I'm. That's the truth. I took two years in high school. So. <laughs> it's really, really well spoken. I think. I mean, and I, I eat a lot of croissants. It so. seemed like it was the right way to say those words. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> All right, always. Okay. The second, uh, option B, Brian, one thing these composers, Aaron Copeland, Virgil Thompson, Carl Husa, and Philip Glass have in common is that they all studied under Nadia Boulanger. Letter C, Bach and Handel were both blinded by the same ocular surgeon, John <laughs> Taylor. Uh, Ooh, which one's the lie? Which this is rough. That's, I don't know. That seems not as easy as the viola question. All right. If you okay. think the this lie. This is so tricky. Yeah. If you think Remember the lie. Remember the thing about something being almost. Hey. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you guys are so tricky. Very tricky. All right. What do you think, Brian? I mean, you can solicit help from the audience. Well, I think A is true. Okay. Definitely true. I actually study and practice under that religion. Oh. <laughs> He's one of the hundred <laughs> back in 1893. <laughs> if there's only one left, everybody else has died. <laughs> um, hmm. I think the lie is C. Oh. About the ocular surgeon. All right. The, the lie is, is A. Okay. 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 So unfair, guys. Wait. Plot twist. That's why. This is why it's a very tricky game. He did found his own religion. All of those things are true, except he was the only congregant of the church. (laughs) Well, Bryant has joined his religion, so now there there are two. There's two. two. If there's only two, it's me and Eric. I mean, I mean, it's never too late to get it started again. Yeah, (laughs) you know. Um, But by the way, though, can we talk about how crazy it is that Bach and Handel were blinded by the same ocular ocular surgeon? surgeon? Like, (laughs) yes. I bet the qualifications for ocular surgeon were a little less stringent than they are now. What on earth would that look like back then? (laughs) (laughs) All right, you ready for your next one? Yay. You ready for your next one? All right. I mean, not now. A. You got this. You got this. A. Kid Rock, through a benefit concert, 
and raised over $1 million for the Detroit Symphony to get them out of financial crisis. Ba what to ba? Hmm? No? Okay. I did graduate in 2001. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, B. That was, a so- that was a Kid Rock song title. I've never... I just, <laughs> you're, not, right. you're not familiar I'm, with his sorry, catalog? Everyone. No. All right. <laughs> no. I'm going to get Julian to cue it up when we're done. <laughs> okay. Uh, B. Franz Liszt received so many requests for locks of his hair that he bought a dog and sent fur clippings instead. All right, C. <laughs> Peta does not approve of no. letter B. No. Bad Franz list. Letter C. Beethoven's early onset deafness was rumored to have resulted from an infection caused by his notoriously disgusting living conditions. Mm. I mean, he was kind Blob. of a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Yeah. So the first one again sloppy. was the Kid Rock. Second that crazy one's about hair. Franz Liszt. What do you think, Bryant? Do you need help? I need help. All right, audience, help him out. Oh, we have A's. We have B's. Do we have any C's? These people are no help. I know this is very mixed. <laughs> go with I'm your gut. gonna have to go with B. Oh, we made him so tricky. It was C. Again, a little... Would you like to read the truth, Daphne, since that was your... your, uh... Letter C says, Actually, recent studies suggest his deafness was possibly caused by typhus, which he may have contracted from a rat's flea. He did, however, live like a frat boy in a disgusting flat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> research has shown not surprising about I that mean, one are musicologists about to write like the dissertation on Beethoven's trash I hope so I hope so was <laughs> Beethoven the first documented hoarder <laughs> no first Worth documented considering. <laughs> all right here's your next Kay. one here's your next one I hope you're having fun <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing, You're doing great. great. No one else knew the answer either. By no far else. the hardest game. Yeah, let's give yeah. that a round of applause. This is the hardest game by far. Some encouragement. All right, so A. The helicopter quartet involves sending four members of a string quartet into the sky in four separate helicopters and having each musician play their individual part. That's insane. All right. Insane idea. People cough at classical music concerts three times as much as they normally do. (laughs) Come on, we've all been there. Uh, Coughing more during traditional works than modern music. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Letter C. The London Symphony Orchestra was booked to travel on the Titanic's maiden voyage, but they changed votes at the last minute. That's meant to be boats. That's autocorrect for you. Oh, oh, they changed plans. Yeah, boats. Sorry, I might be be tired. Does it say votes? Oh, they got it. It does say votes. That's not your fault. The autocorrect got me. I tallied a lot of votes today. All of a sudden, I was like, "Is it my autocorrect or is it autocorrect?" So what do you think? Which one's the lie? Well, 
I know A is 100% true. I was there. <laughs> Wait, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. No. You got me on that one. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Which one is it? Help him out. I. We've got votes for B and C. They're really no help at all. I know. It's um, really rough. I'm going, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with C. Yeah, wait, can I change my answer? Do you mean B? I mean B, yeah, Did B. you mean to say B? I thought I heard you say B. No. It kind of sounded I'm like I'm really a C. bad at addiction, so I can't yeah, really so, announce it. Yeah, so you're going with B? I'm going with B. You're right, Brian. I was thinking. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you did it. Score. Okay, here's the deal. It's, it's another tricky one. Um, it's actually only two times as much. <laughs> as they normally do. Um, but the increase is for complex and atonal music rather than traditional works. So, yeah. If the next time you're playing something complex and atonal, just, just give your audience a little grace if they're coughing a little extra than normal. All right, last one. Last, last one. one of the more? night, guys. Last one. The last one. You're doing you so great. I'm sweating up here. Oh, no, don't sweat. <laughs> it's all in fun. All right. Oh no, I have to pronounce this person's name. Okay. <laughs> you sat in that seat. <laughs> Charles Valentin Alcan was crushed by an umbrella stand. That is, that's a nightmare. Um, in Georgia, this is B. In Georgia, carrying an ice cream cone in your pocket on Sundays is illegal. <laughs> carrying an ice cream cone in your pocket on Sundays. It's not legal. <laughs> oh, we gotta got Eric Sati again. Letter C, it's your friend again. Oh, my friend? Composer Eric Sati only <laughs> consumed food that was exclusively yellow. Ba da da da. Which one is it? Oh. The umbrella stand, the Georgia ice cream cone rule, or Eric Satie's eating habits? I can't trust them. I can't no, trust them. No, no. Get a 33.33333% yes, chance of getting yourself. it right. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with A. Emily, Emily was very, very convinced. Is that that it was about the umbrella stand, but no, Eric Satie got us again. <laughs> I hate him. He is the worst. He's the worst. Historically, I'm the worst. I can't, I, yeah, I leave trusted him. <laughs> okay, um, but here's the deal. He actually only ate white foods. Ready for this diet? Eggs, sugar, animal fat, salt, coconuts, rice, turnips, pastry, white cheese, white fish, and uh, shredded bones. Oh. Ew. Maybe you can't trust somebody that eats bones. <laughs> no, or probably not. Religion. It's a little or, nutty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are a lot of strikes against this guy. Yeah. There's a lot of red flag, white flags. <laughs> yes. White flags. Oh, a lot of white flags. Yes. Well, the good and news on that is, note, you you still get a prize. Yeah. That's what we're not that's cool. You get a prize. I do. Yeah, you still win. Yep. Yeah. Everybody wins. 
Which one? Thank you, Eric Satie. I don't know. Which one, which one should we give him? Extremely special and priceless prize. Can I get some strings? Are there any strings in there? Maybe. Oh, we all have a t-shirt too. Yay! I'd like to thank Dr. Mydell <laughs> and the Academy. Thank you. Everybody give a hand to Brian. Good job. Oh my goodness. And Daphne, Daphne, thank you so much for helping. Thank you. It was so much fun. Yay. Thanks to Daphne. Yes. <laughs> so that's all of our games that we have, but we, I know it was so fun. Went by so fast. So fun. It went by so quickly. We'll plan to do um, more next time. Yeah. yeah. So. Next time we're back, we'll do the same thing or something even cooler. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. Reach out to us on social media. Um, listen to some of our back catalog. I'm sure there's something that you would, you would love and enjoy. Um, and send us messages. Yeah. We love to hear feedback, like the aforementioned black hole that we talk into all the time. <laughs> We love this is so great to have people end. react to things we say. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's really a confidence boost. I'm not you know lie. what? It does, it does make me think about how much we make each other laugh more than <laughs> make other people laugh. <laughs> We're crazy. It's good. We did promise you a raffle. Yeah. That's right. So maybe, Daphne, you want to come over here and... Oh, yeah. Just two more. You don't have to spin any virtual wheels today, more. tonight. It's, it's old school. <laughs> We're done with the wheels. You just got to pull some names out of a bowl. I will, I will pull something out of your back. Okay, I've got it. I'm going to get it. It is her lucky day. Um, Emily was the first name we pulled, but... Spoiler alert. I don't, I don't know if... I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know if... I don't know if we have um, any other prizes that would be, you would be interested in. We, so, <laughs> we went out of order. We drew your name after we gave you everything. Yay! Aww! <laughs> Birthday energy. Also, she's A positive if anybody needs it. Thank you for sharing that. Donate for her. Yeah, yep. Here we go. The next winner is Ana Sofia Suarez. Yay! Come on down. Let's see what we've got for you, Ana Maria. Nice to see you. Ana Sofia, Ana Sofia, yes. Awesome. Hi again. How's the rest of your visit? Good. <laughs> you get a t-shirt! <laughs> All right, and we've got one more to go. One more epic prize. <laughs> Emily, you're so lucky. <laughs> it, was, it was Brian. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that energy going on in here. Okay. Angie Bolivar. Yay! Angie! There's one more! We got a t-shirt for you! <laughs> Thank you again, Daphne. <laughs> that could be a dress, I think. Yeah, that one. Yes. So thanks for coming out. Please tip your bartender and hang out for a little yeah. bit. And chat with us we're we'll gonna hang out as long as we can i think i've only had one drink so yeah totally i've I mean, had like half half a drink yeah not even i uh, gotta catch up um 
seriously, thank you everybody so much for coming out. This was honestly so much fun. And um, I, again, we couldn't have thought of a better place to launch some live events than with fellow violists. For real. Thank you. Thank you so much. Please stay in touch with us. Julian, you're gonna Julian, you're gonna cue up that Bawa to Ba for us. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm back because I just can't get enough of being up here. Um, no, I'm kidding. I we totally forgot to acknowledge someone very important and integral to this process. Actually, a couple people. First of all, I'm gonna give a shout out to Julian and Matt and Matteo, I believe. Yes, for putting this together. Um, if we can figure out how to make this a live podcast, it's going to be because of them. So thank you, guys. Um, we've never gotten to just show up and have that stuff ready to go. Uh, the other acknowledgement we wanted to make and a shout-out and an encouragement to check out their organization, um, we did not compile all these facts by ourselves. Uh, we don't have time for that. And so <laughs> we had some immense help from a researcher named Ashley at the Boulanger Initiative. And for those of you who don't know Boulanger Initiative, it is a really fantastic organization in the Washington, D.C. area, founded by uh, Laura Colgate and Joy Leilani Garbutt. And it is an organization that is actually, at its roots, it's devoted to promoting the music of women and non-binary composers, underrepresented composers. They have um, resources, research, an amazing research team. Ashley put this stuff together for us, and it was just incredible. And also, if you are a composer who is underrepresented, um, there are workshops for you. There are ways to get your work out. So please check them out. And that's the last thing I had to say. So thank you, Boulanger Initiative. And thanks again, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. And thanks also to our season two sponsors, Arkrest and Potter Violins. Another thanks to Alto Clef Gifts where you can purchase viola-centric shirts and mugs and a variety of other the fun items. The viola-centric theme music was written and produced by J.P. Wogeman and is performed by Steph and myself. You can support our future episodes by supporting our sponsors through our PayPal link or Venmo and by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. And please consider sharing your favorite episodes with your music-loving friends. Thanks again for listening. Let's talk soon.